it's me. It's me. It's Johnny T. I wanted that to rhyme somehow. Welcome to another episode of the Retro Herald, in which I, Johnny Townsend, give you the news that you, the retro blisters out there, crave for. You need it. You crave it. You want it so bad. And I'm here to give it to you, along with a terrible Adam Sandler impression. That was that was that was my Adam Sandler there, uh, a great filmmaker, an American icon, Adam Sandler. No, I will not make out with you. <laughs> Did you hear that? This girl wants to make out with me in the middle of class. You got chlorophyll man up there talking about God knows what. All she's talking about is making out with me. I'm here to learn everybody not to make out with you. Go on with the chlorophyll. Of course, before I get into it. We here at Retro Bliss slash Retro Herald are thrilled, no, uh, not just thrilled, we are honored uh, that we have a sponsor. That's right, we finally have a sponsor. We've hit the big time. Vegemite, that's right, Vegemite is sponsoring the program. Uh, With Vegemite, you can put it literally on anything. Uh, Waffles, sure, put some Vegemite on that son of a gun. Steak? You know what? Let's Vegemite it up. Reese's Pieces. Let's put some Vegemite on those sons of guns. Vegemite. It tastes like Australia. The delicious spread provides the vitamin B1 your family needs daily. Be sure you put Vegemite next to the pepper and salt whenever you set the table. Now it's time for the news. In Europe, uh, the PEGI, which is just like the, uh, the same people here in the United States who put the uh, the what a game is rated that's what it is uh, they're going to implement in europe a new warning system on european game boxes that if there's any paid dlc or downloadable content for those who don't know you have to put it on the box of course this is according to Rerez uh, over on youtube please go check them out very great uh, very good channel there in Rerez too uh, but yeah so this is a new thing here uh, it's it's kind of the loot. I think the biggest criminal in all this is not even really the DLC. It's way more the loot boxes and stuff that people pay money, real money for, to get in-game content. Uh, NBA 2K, a series which I love, has been a major criminal of this for a couple of years now. Uh, I am ashamed to say I put some a little bit of money in those. Uh, but hey, I gotta get that uh, Vince Carter, man. And it's just one of those things. Like, it's... Here's a great example. Fortnite. Fortnite. 
free game, right? You can't argue with that. It's free. And all the stuff you actually buy is purely cosmetic. However, what I found out the stupid way is that uh, one day I was turning on Fortnite. And they said, hey, check out this new suit. And I was like, okay, I'll look at this new suit. And I went to where said suit would be. And it was a guy with a tomato head. Of course, I needed this in my life. It's a freaking tomato head. I can't say no to the tomato. And so there I go. I go, all right, I got some V-Bucks in here. Click, click, click. Later, I realized after I, <laughs> I went and saw uh, the uh, the what how much a V-Buck equals a dollar, a U.S. dollar, I realized that I'd spent 10 bucks in real money on a tomato head. Ten dollars on something that just made my head look like a tomato. And sure, all of the girls love it. And in the end, was it worth it? I need attention. So, yes. But still, that's a lot of money to spend on, on a tomato head. And that's in a free game. The more, the worst ones are when you buy, uh, I'm going to use the ones that I know. These are from personal experiences. NBA 2K series is a big one, and they're about to release their new game. And I'm sure, I'm positive they're doing the same thing. And, uh, of course, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 did it famously. Uh, the the And I'm sure there's other games that do it, too, uh, that I'm just not that aware of. But I know it's all over the place. Uh, it started out originally with a lot of games that were bringing out DLC. Like, they would add extra missions or extra characters and stuff like that. And, you know, people kind of turned a blind eye to it. It's like, hey, they're just giving us extra content here uh, to really make this game have more life to it. Uh, famously, uh, oh, here's another one. The battlefields and the Call of Duties will bring out new multiplayer maps and stuff, and you got to pay for those. And who? And if you get those games, you're getting them for the multiplayer, and you're going to pay for the new maps. I mean, that's just what it is. And it's not free. They don't give it to you free. And while at the while at the time, I'm probably a little bit more okay with that than I am with the loot boxes. It's still something. It's kind of a part of the whole the whole deal. The loot boxes, though, are horrible, and I, if, it, if they were purely cosmetic stuff, it's different, but when it affects actual gameplay, it's ridiculous. Uh, NBA 2K, is I keep bringing it up, because it can affect gameplay. Uh, you, you're paying for this for these boxes, and you can get some pretty good stuff out of them. You can get better uh, players, uh, you can get better upgrades, and all this kind of stuff. At least you could, I haven't played a new one, obviously, it's not out yet, but that's how it's been in the past couple years. And that's, that's a bit ridiculous. I never play online on that game, so it doesn't bother me. I don't care! But if you play online, and let's say you got the game day one, and you go online to play, and your guy's only so what so high of a level because you've been playing it and grinding through to get it to that level, and then you're playing against the old Trevor, Trevor Franklin over there, and he's paid tons of money to, to really up the stats of his player, he's going to mop the floor with you. And it's not because he's better than you. It's because he just decided to pay money on the first day and his character just happens to be better. It's not It's not fair. It's not a fair environment. Not that it has to be fair, but that's just something you got to realize. So I think this is a great thing to be doing. I hope uh, the states follow this. And it's going to be... It might get to a point where there's a big backlash. It's already kind of started where if you have DLC, 
it's not that not so much of a good thing. Like, hey, why are you why are you doing this? I mean, the Star Wars Battlefront's a great example of that. Honestly, I love the game. I think the game's very good. I've had a lot of fun playing it. But if we if we're being real, that game's sales were hurt terribly by this whole uh, loot the loot box stuff, and maybe it deserved that, I guess. But the game was really hurt by that, and that's a shame because you had some people who really put some time in this game. Uh, the game itself gets really fun. The more patches they put out, the better it is. So I'm, re- I'm really liking the game. I haven't played it in a while, but I just heard to put some Grievous on that son of a gun, and I got to get in there and tear up some Jedi, if you know what I'm saying. It's it's just the whole thing. Now, here's a here's the thing, though. A lot of things going on here. Uh, Retro Blist, your favorite video game podcast, is bringing out a video game. I'm not sure I've told Trevor this yet. Uh, it's going to be rated... Uh, M for you got to be very mature. And also rated I for immature. And E for immature. I'm going to cover all the letters of the alphabet. And in this game, of course, it's a platformer, but I think it conquers bad fur day. But it's the, it's me and Trevor in there, and we're just saying some terrible things. Uh, some really blue comedy is coming out of our mouths. Uh, like, we'll talk about... Well, I don't want to get into it. Uh, we'll talk about... And we'll talk about... And we'll talk about... That's that's one of the things that I needed to get out of the way. It's, it's, it's not for everybody. Uh... It's very mature, and it's going to have so much DLC, and it's going to be, (laughs) it's nothing but loot boxes that 100% affect how your game plays. (laughs) Unless you buy one of these loot boxes, I swear to you, on everything that I hold dear and sacred, that if you don't pay more money on these loot boxes, you will not win a game. I promise you that. I vow this from my desire and wants this is what's going to happen <laughs> so the retro list video game is going to break all kinds of sales records i can tell because i look at the download numbers for this podcast and <laughs> they're slightly above mediocre so that's what i'm expecting for this but johnny what else is in the news <laughs> I'm glad you asked, voices in my head. Streets of Rage 4 has been announced. It's an official game. They had a trailer and everything. It's got a different uh, look to it. It still looks Streets of Rage, don't get me wrong. It's still characters going through streets beating up uh, bad guys or whatever. But it's got a different uh, animation style to it. It looks a little different. Kind of threw me off at first, but I'm sure. I mean, once I get, once I actually try the the actual game, if the game plays anything like the old Streets of Rage, then that it's not going to be a big deal to me. Uh, apparently, Dotimu, hopefully I pronounced that right, Lizard Cube and Sega are bringing this out. Uh, you get to play as either Axel or Blaze. It's the only two characters I've seen announced so far. I don't know if there's going to be any more, but this is very exciting for all of us, especially me, a Sega Genesis fan from back in the day. 
I love, love them bringing Chinese uh, old franchises out again. Uh, we just got Battletoads announced, and now we got this. But here's what I'm asking you, uh, game developers. Where's my next RC Pro-Am? Bring it on. I need some RC Pro-Am in my life. Where is it? Where's the next version of Monsters in My Pocket? There could be more Monsters in My Pocket. My pocket could be a giant-sized pocket. Uh, let's slam some monsters in that son of a thing. Let's do it. I want this to happen. If you're on Team Johnny, hashtag Team Johnny, write to your congressman, uh, write to your uh, significant other <laughs> and say, hey, I'm on Team Johnny. And uh, I want another uh, monsters in my pocket. It's important to me. Well, that's all of the news, and now it's time for me to give you a short Vigia Game Review! <laughs> this is also going to be kind of in the news, because recently, the Halo Master Chief Collection got a massive, a massive, I cannot stress how humongous this update was, 73 GBs of an update. In which apparently they patched a lot of stuff. Uh, I did not have this collection until now. And the only reason I have it now is because they've put it on the uh, the Game Pass. The Xbox does. It's $10 a month and you get so many games for free. Uh, it's pretty fun. They're not streaming either. You actually download them to your system, which I am grateful for. So it's the, it's the Halo Master Chief Collection for the Xbox One. Uh, this collection contains Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Halo 2 Anniversary. Halo 3 and Halo 4. So you essentially you're getting the whole Master Chief story through this. It's all the campaigns and it's all the multiplayer. And I have played both. And I'm going to give my experiences because I've obviously played these games before. I've been a giant Halo nerd since the first Halo game came out. It's the game that really took the fun that I had in uh, the James Bond 007 games for, for the 64 Golden Eye, you know, and really took it to the next level for me as far as multiplayer. And so they have a special place in my soul. I love the Halo games. Uh, the recent ones, uh, they're okay. But, you know, especially Halo 1 through 3, I really love a lot. Especially 2. That's probably my favorite one of them all. Uh, but storyline-wise, I don't know people will give this game enough credit. This game, these games have a great story. Uh, the, the, the story of Master Chief himself is very good. And it gets emotional at times. I'm not afraid to let some tears fly. I do it all the time. I'm crying right now as I'm talking to you. This this is what... I, okay, gameplay-wise, it's just like the Halo games. It didn't change anything. It's a first-person shooter. You know what you're getting into. Uh, sound in the music is superb. Uh, this I've had the soundtracks for these games, and I'm so glad that I do. They're so good. I mean, the score for these games is all on another level. And, of course, the multiplayer is the reason to get into these. That really adds to the game. I think that's one of the big fixes the patch did. I did play some games online with this before this review, and I didn't witness very many issues. I had a bit of lag once, and I have fairly good internet connection, but it only happened once on one match. And then after that, I didn't. Oh, it's the only time I've ever experienced it. So uh, gameplay-wise, it seems to be doing just fine. Uh, multiplayer seems to be doing just fine, and there's a ton ton of multiplayer, a lot of maps and stuff. 
and some classic maps, man. They really brought me back. You know, I love this game. I really love this a lot. I'm giving this uh, an eight and a half out of ten. This is this was a tough game because it's four games in one. I wonder if I'd gotten this game before this, before they patched it up, what my review would be. It'd probably be a little lower than this, I would suspect. But, you know, this is a fun game. If you like Halo at all, uh, I here's my suggestion. Get the Game Pass, if you haven't already. Because uh, I think the first time you get it, you get, like, so many things for free. Like, so many weeks or something for free. Uh, download this game. Try it. Uh, search for Wood Beaver. And let's play some Halo Combat Evolved. Let's do it. It's a very great game. Uh, oh, and the graphics look even better somehow. They really up those sons of... I don't know why I'm saying sons of guns a lot. We're going to call this episode the... Sons of Guns, Retro Herald. So that's your review. Whoop. So thanks for listening. Of course, this whole episode was brought to you by Vegemite. It tastes like Australia. Thank you, Vegemite, for uh, for your belief in us here at Retro Blist. We are grateful and honored for your trust and love. And hugs and kisses. Thanks to all those who support us. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening out there. It's good to know that we have fans. Is that <laughs> is that what you are? Is that what you, I don't know why I'm sounding like I'm accusing you of something. Is that what you are? Is that what you dare say and tell others you are? I hope so. This show keeps growing and we're grateful for that. But one day we want to be as big as IGN. We want to be so big that we can get in trouble for copying other things. <laughs> That's how big we want to get. Thanks for joining me. I'm Johnny Townsend here at Retro Herald. Stay tuned for the next week when Retro Blist returns. I don't remember what the game is, though I'm fairly certain Trevor told me. So that's on me. My memory is, uh, man, that of, gosh, what's that thing called? Anyway, stay tuned. Hugs and kisses. XO. XO.